Hey guys, welcome back to the Daily Smash for Monday, January 16th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. It's so great to be back. So I'm so glad that you're up and running. It's shocking, actually. Feeling much better. Wow. My ribs still hurt. Uh, they're still broken, but uh, I can stand and sit more easily now. And uh, it doesn't You were like excruciating pain. I've never seen anyone like that. How about like you accidentally touched that area and I like Yeah, it was it was touch touch and go literally for a Holy while. Holy moly! I'm like really like I was. Like, you were really I upset. was scared. I was and, like, what and then I felt doing? bad, and I was like, babe, I'm sorry. It just you know, it, it really hurts. No, that's not how it went. Yeah. Oh. Nope, didn't go down that way. He was out of it on pain meds, and I went to push him up, and like this, and you know, like when you're laying in bed, you don't know what right or left is. I mean, I don't even know what right or left is right now. I mean, I know this is my right hand, it's my left, but I, w I didn't realize I, I went to help him like up and pressed right and on I the go, I didn't, ribs. I go, this is my broken rib. I go, I didn't know. He goes, you didn't know what, where my broken ribs were? And I'm like, uh, I, he's, you know, I, you know, the, the passenger seat went here. I'm like, driver's door and hits me here, but whatever. Like I understand. Well, that actually I, made I, me more mad. Do you guys get it? Like when you're someone's sick and you're trying to take care of them and then they complain? I it's really hard for the caretaker, by the way. I, I know that. I did a story on that one. Shut up. I did. I did a story about taking care of the caretaker. Shut up. I swear to you. You're lying. No, there was a whole thing. There was this whole organization devoted to, to providing care for caretakers. Shut up. I swear to you. Because they would go and spend all day taking care of sick yes. people and then go home and have to take care of their family. And the family had no idea what they were going through and how all day they've been dealing with someone who was in, you know, dire straits and needed help. And those people were never getting help for their own feelings and their own. Okay, well, so, I need a drink right now. Okay. I'm good, I don't know so. what this is. <laughs> oh, it hurts when I laugh. Oh, God. Oh, my don't God. Make me laugh. Don't oh. Make me laugh. Oh. What is that? Okay, don't. You asked for it. I, gave I it was right there. I'm like, can I taste that? <laughs> Woo! Um, if you haven't checked out our show on Patreon.com, The Rick and Kelly Show, you should go check it out. I will not out. drink this. Thank you very much. It's longer, uncensored, unfiltered, and commercial-free, and we do it every week. There are 73 episodes now, including last week's when we went into uh, water. a lot of detail about uh, the accident. Uh, didn't we? Was that last week? What the heck is that right there? That is uh, bourbon. It's, no, it's, it's whiskey. Oh, I never can tell the difference between scotch, bourbon, and whiskey. And I know there are fine lines between them. I was just like a Some hot of you time. probably know. Uh, so check out our show on Patreon.com. It starts at five bucks to join. And it's, uh, Ooh, it's, it's totally worth it. It's a great show. Also, if you haven't subscribed here yet, please hit that subscribe button and... Ring the bell and do a thumbs up. Yeah. We're over 32,000 subscribers Yay! now. Thank you, everybody. We're growing very fast. And if you want to hear some amazing behind-the-scenes stories of my 35-year reporting career, this book is now available on Amazon for pre-order. It comes out in eight days, uh, Chasing Catastrophe, my 35 years covering breaking news, terror attacks, wars, etc. And there's a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff there. So I hope you'll order it. We've already had sort of a lot of books already. Oh, I know. I'm so happy. I'm really excited you. and proud I mean, of it. everyone goes, do you have a ghostwriter? I'm like, no, he's a writer. You're... you're Legit smart guy. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, I dedicated so it to you. Dedicated to the one I love? Yeah. Um, so, of course, most of you know I had a horrific accident last week on the I-10 eastbound about 30 minutes outside of Palm Springs. But there's a story that I haven't told yet about that day. And I thought we should tell it. Okay, I, I know, I want, I want everyone to hear. It's about uh, instinct and premonition. So that morning, I actually left here in my car, my two-door Mercedes uh, SL550. I loaded it up, I hit the road, it was raining hard. And I got on the ramp to get on the 73, the first exit to get on the 73, didn't get on the 55. And I lost control of my car. Going up the ramp, spun, Freak me them, out. You told me it was an SL550, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Little yeah, car. my two-door. Yeah. I spun out and it freaked me out. That's never happened to me before. Growing, growing up on the East Coast, I drove in the rain all the time. And I don't know, there's we keep hearing there's a big difference on West Coast highways because it never rains here. So when it does, the highways are a lot slicker from the oil and, and gas and grease on the roads. It it pops up and it just makes a lot of slick spots. Unlike the East Coast where it rains all the time and it's it's, it's not as slippery. <clears throat> so anyway, I drove right back home. I was so freaked out that I lost control of my car. And I was like, well, I'll take Kelly's car. It's a four door, it's much heavier, and I thought more stable in the rain. So I unloaded my car, loaded your car. And before I left, it was raining hard, and I'd just been through that weirdness, and I almost didn't go. Mm -hmm. Because I, was, I had a bad feeling. And you said something about instinct. Well, I'll never forget that that movie with the the girl with the dragon tattoo. When that guy had a premonition of not to go in there, and he said, and he was in there, and he's like, something told you not to go in there, right? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, it's funny. Most people don't listen to their instincts. It always kind of resonated with me. I don't know why, but people need to pay attention more to their instincts. I think it's like angels around you, talking to you, telling you to, what to do and what not to do. And yeah. a lot of us know our instincts and we don't listen to them. I think we, we need to be more in tuned to our instincts and because it, it is angels around us telling yeah. us what not to do. Yeah. And if you would have listened to your instincts. And if I would have listened to you, reminding yeah. me not to drive so fast. Not that I was speeding, but clearly I was going too fast for he the conditions. all the time. When, when it's not all raining. Well, no. So we went to LAX and had uh, Max, Joy's boyfriend, came and he dropped us off. Yeah. And he was speeding so fast. And that, that one spot with the fog was thick. And it kept saying that the signs kept saying, speed kills, speed kills. I drive like a grandma. I've never had a speeding ticket in my life. Yeah. Ever in my life. <clears throat> Honestly, like I'm very, very scared. Of I've gotten a lot of tickets. I've gotten out of a lot of tickets. But I'm saying speed. But that kills. was different because we were trying to make a flight. Like I felt like I couldn't go super slow because we would miss. But our, you couldn't our see. It's just easier for everybody to be slow and cautious and to listen to instincts. I I now see the light. I do. At 63 years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, it took it took a traumatic experience for me to do it, and I'm I, I regret what happened. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't happen again. Thank you. Can you drive normal now with me? Yes, normal. I mean, Better you, than normal. You guys don't understand how many fights that we get into 
Well, like ice cream. We're not gonna like, get in any more fights because I'm not gonna drive like that anymore. Uh, the way you drive. And my <laughs> girlfriend and I, uh, Jody, had lunch today at Neiman Marcus, and she's like, I, I, I was on edge when he was driving that when we went to Santa Barbara together. Like you well, were, you scared the holy crap out. I've, I've apologized repeatedly, and I'm saying again, mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen anymore. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Coming up this afternoon, on this afternoon show, we're going to show you a video of Kelly and her girlfriend. Well, actually, you did the taping. Yeah. They taped my ribs. They, they followed this YouTube video. It's pretty funny. And you get to see my uh, my back, my naked back. Sexy. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> overweight. Right now. Almost okay. a thousand comments from Friday's show. So many of you offering prayers and uh, really kind messages of support. It meant so much to both of us. Uh, including from uh, Vicky Latkovic. So very thankful you're on the mend, Rick. Sending prayers for a speedy recovery. Kelly, no matter what is said about you, you're an amazing, caring person and wife. Oh, that's so nice. It's true. Uh, Shelly M said, scary. So glad to hear you survived. Makes me want to buy a Mercedes. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to Mercedes. Because yes. I do believe that car saved my life. Yes. Very, very well built. Actually, after the guy from that wrecking thing said, if it was any other car, you would have been dead. Yeah. He said the roof would have been sheared right off. Uh -huh. uh, Nancy Brzoka said, wow, God was watching over you, wishing you a speedy recovery. And Drew Hay said, so glad to see both of you back on the smash. Life can change so quickly. makes you really appreciate things you normally take for granted. Thanks for sharing your experience. That is so true. So true. So true. You know, it's just so nice hearing these comments and reading them. I had a million of them. I couldn't really respond to all, all of them, but, but what we do read nice. Them. Yeah. Like, you guys are so kind and generous. And actually, we learn a lot from you. It's true. <laughs> what? See, Cat5298 said, scary stuff. Thank goodness you're fine. It doesn't rain much in California. So when it does, those rows are very slick from the oils. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, John, uh, Jan Fontana, oh my God, just now hearing this horrible story. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, you're okay. How scary. I was in an accident in my Corvette, head on. I know the feeling, Rick. It's so horrendous. So thankful you're here with us. Ooh. You know what that made me think of? How many people get in accidents every day? Every day. And you never think about what happened to that driver and how they're doing. Yeah. Of the pain they're in, the recovery time. So I just want to say, as a public service announcement, uh, we were going to get some matzo ball soup at Gary's Deli right on PCH. And my girlfriend calls me Jody, and she lives right off the street. And she goes, "Oh my god, I heard a, heard a big, huge bang! I just got done watching the uh, David David Chappelle show down in uh, Anaheim Stadium." And she went down there, and she said, "Oh my god, a horrific car crash!" Well, it was we a went there. Wreck. So we went around. down to get Mossball Soup and the, the whole, like Gary's Deli was all boarded up and the woman that owns the place came to me. She's like, oh my God, Kelly, like you've got to see these pictures. She's like a 21 year old girl was driving a 19 year old coming out of Muldoon's, which is like an Irish pub and was wasted, hammered, hit the pole light spun around and went into Gary's deli, whatever. I mean, the, the it was, but anyway, like, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, the driver, the drunk driver always lives. The poor 19-year-old. Killed. Killed. 
And now this, this young girl has to live the rest of her life, much of it probably be in prison. And I'm sure every day she's going to be thinking about it's not girl. only about it's not only about being. So we don't know. She, it could be five years, could be ten years for manslaughter. We don't know. But but she snuffed out her life. She, she her she, friend's family is there. They've lost have, their daughter, and now she's going to have a um, record. A, a record. She's going to have a. She probably won't even be able to ever have a job. She ruined her whole entire life at yeah. twenty one by doing something so stupid. And so, so if anybody out there has a 20 year old or in college or anyone could listen to this, just get an Uber, just get an Uber home. There's no reason to drink and drive. I mean, yeah. back in the 1990s when we did it, like we all did it because there was no taxis or in Arizona or Ubers, but just don't get behind the wheel. It's just, honestly, it just, it will ruin your life and your kid's life. It's just, if you guys have children, have them watch this and it will. Okay. Okay. Um, funny uh, text you, you got from uh, your friend, Mike. Mike Stout. He said, Rick has had an amazing broadcasting career on a major news network where he was frequently on air and now is described in media as Kelly Dodd's husband. <laughs> it's okay. I know she's more famous. Well, than no, me. no, no. What about what about um, uh, Foster? We watched that documentary. He's David like, Foster. David Foster has done a million, a million. He's a he's like the best singer songwriter. Yeah. Player, whatever. Like history. History, yeah. and he's known as Yolanda's husband. Yolanda? You mean uh, from the Housewives of Beverly Hills? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know him as that because I didn't watch that show. Um, now you do. But it's amazing how many hundreds of texts we got, messages of love and support and prayers, and one person who did not send anything, didn't reach out in any way, was your former really good friend, Shannon. Yeah. Shannon Bedore did not say anything. I even got a text message from Vicki Gunnelson, uh, Margaret Josephs. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many people from Dallas. I mean, so many. Like, I the amount of people that have reached out to me yeah is so it's unbelievable and so grateful and yeah. so caring and so nice and well, here's um, somebody who used to talk to you every day and i understand that she got mad at you and Shannon got mad okay so but we apologize okay. we don't have to go through the whole story again the point is that we apologize and she never ever responded no and this would have been a great time for her to do that mm -hmm. uh and then to add more to that point you showed me this this uh, thing from Bravo uh, Cocktails, Bravo and Cocktails, of John Jansen out on a date with some chick, a quiet woman, and you knew all about it weeks earlier and didn't say a thing. December seventeenth, I get a text from my girlfriend Christina. He's out with another girl. That was a month, almost a month. A ago. month ago. Now all of a sudden, now she's saying a week. Shannon's saying a week ago, and and she says, "Laugh out loud for your eyes only." Uh, he saw me taking a picture, and John was he, at the bar with some some woman, and this and he confirmed to her that they he had broken up with Shannon. That was over a month ago, and and Kelly and I discussed talking about it, and we decided not to. Well, I decided not to. I I said I'm not going to do this, and said they are done. And uh, well, anyway, so th this is this is the text message. I knew about this a month ago. She comes out with it because she thought that for some reason they were going to get back together. But it's important I, to point out that you 
protected her. Yeah, I didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. No, and, and I knew. Mm -hmm. So, um, that relationship to me was um, a fake one. I think it was not a real relationship. And so when I said something that I've never ever divulged anything that she has told me about herself or personally, I know a lot of stuff about her, but I knew this wasn't a real relationship. It really wasn't. I don't know if it was for cameras. Everything on that show and everybody on there is fake. And you know what? To me, Shannon, I thought she was my friend. She's a self-serving person. I said I was sorry for divulging her fake boyfriend, what he said about Eddie and Terry Dubrow, because yeah. that's what he said. Right. And I just wanted to preface that, like, they are pieces of crap. And, um, she, you know, I said, sorry, I didn't say anything that you said, but it just goes to show you this show is fake and everybody on there is fake and they're all about themselves and it, it, it there's no real true friendships on that show at all like zero okay there you have it in the news now in the news <clears throat> take a look at this picture those are worms they are or maggots <laughs> this is the yellow mealworm species tenebrio molitor an IUPUI led study finds the insect could serve as a good alternate protein source. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a beetle burger? Would you eat a beetle burger? If I was starving, perhaps. Beetle burgers could soon reach mass production, helping to feed the world. Mixed with sugar, the beetles supposedly taste just like real meat. Ew. They could also become alternatives to sausages or chicken nuggets. I don't want to know if I'm eating a beetle burger. There's a French biotech company planning a global network of insect farms, including nurseries and slaughterhouses. A pilot plant has already been set up uh, in the, I, I don't speak French, in France. Unlike the livestock industry where rearing is typically separate, the entire bug-based operation is under one roof. Full control of production, quality, security, and safety. Uh, robot arms and automated conveyor belts transport stacks of red trays in every direction. They are filled with billions of Tenebrio molitor beetle larvae. The dried critters are more than 50% protein and rich in fiber and fats as well. Hmm. So, okay, well, if it's good for you, why not? They, I mean, I think, I think a mushroom, like those little portobello mushrooms, kind of taste like meat. Kind of. Yeah. If you doctor them up. They say they can be turned into protein powder, shakes, burgers, cereal bars, and even cooking oils at a fraction of the environmental cost of traditional farming. 98% less land used. They emit 40 times less carbon than beef. Also uses 40 times less water than pork production. Well, think about it. It's probably like, like if it tastes just as good, like, I mean, eating a, like, think about it. Eating a pig, like a live pig that are really smart. Yeah. It's kind of gross. But we do it. We do. And like, Look at that. like a real animal. But those are insects. They're not like they don't have really have brains. Right. It seems um, more it, humane. Humane. Are people? The people going to get up in arms because we're eating larvae? We're eating worms? Can't do anything. Uh, and a very different story now. There's a glut of toys, sparking massive discounts. The, industry, the toy industry is in pain right now. Did mm. you know that? 
No, well, my <laughs> ex-husband was a president of LeapFrog Kids yeah. Educational Toys, and I used to go to the factories where they were at Barbie. Um, you know, El Segundo is where Barbie is. Did not know that. Yeah, here in LA. Well, mm -hmm. apparently, uh, the toy industry is plagued by a perfect storm. Cash-strapped consumers who have less disposable income for non-essential items and a glut of toys that steadily built up last year, reaching a tipping point around the holidays. Stuck with more toys they can sell, retailers are cutting back on their toy purchases and manufacturers are making fewer items. So there's a glut, prices are dropping, and they're making fewer toys now. And the industry is suffering. suffering. Yeah. Oh, we just said suffering at the same time. You want me to poke? Uh, oh, it's a, oh, yeah. There's a bunch of toys. So if well, you want toys, so it's a good time weird. to buy them. It's like, it's so weird to see this. You know, have you ever been into a factory of like them making toys? It's so. Not toys. I've oh, been yeah. to other factories. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like. You see, they're all like in white gloves, and I mean, they're like doing all kinds of stuff. And yeah. then to see the have them shipped over to America, where like Amazon like distribution centers are, uh -huh. they have all these like robots and machines, and like it's a really neat thing. We should actually we should. see if we can show everybody. I want to do that. You don't get to see that. It's something that I have seen that most Americans or people really haven't seen. There's a big Amazon on. facility on the way out to the desert. I'm going to look yeah, into well, that. There's a bunch of them. They're huge. There's big, huge distribution Well, that centers. one's pretty close, so maybe yeah. we can go. Yeah. Uh, coming up this afternoon, Kelly's tape job on my busted ribs. Uh, critics say a tribute statue to MLK looks like something a lot different. Plus that Heather Dubrow video of her leaving. What was that, Craig's? Craig's. I, I, when you hear it, you're going to be as disgusted as we were about her behavior and our reel of the day, a wild ride that you don't want to miss this afternoon right here on YouTube. We appreciate you watching our daily smash. We hope you have a smashing day. Have a smash-tastic day, my smashers. And we'll see you back here in a few hours. Bye, smash, my smash-tastic loves. Mm -hmm.